Hello, everyone. Rob Kress here from Root Pharmacist Radio. Thank you for tuning in once again. So, uh, and just to start off, make sure you follow me over at Instagram on Root Pharmacist as well as Facebook at Root Pharmacist. So today's episode, I want to talk about as we're sitting here in the midst of October, it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. I want to talk about a couple of not often spoken about factors of breast cancer prevention. You know, a lot of times we hear, get your mammogram, get your mammogram, get your mammogram, but let's go a little deeper and see what other things, strategies that we can do um, to help prevent breast cancer. Let's see what the research has to say. I like to look at lifestyle intervention. So that's where we're going to be today. So First off, let's talk about nighttime light exposure. Studies have actually shown that women who work the night shift, so this could be like hospital workers, police, emergency responders, anyone with a night shift, um, they have a higher risk of breast cancer compared to those who don't. Other research has shown that high levels of external lights, such as street lights coming in the window, influence a higher risk of breast cancer. Some experts actually believe this could be partly due to the suppression of melatonin. Now, melatonin is actually a hormone, although it has very potent antioxidant activity. Even the slightest bit of light at nighttime, which can come from lights inside the house, um, emitting light from a television, other screens such as tablets, cell phones, night lights, any of that can literally suppress melatonin. So let's take a look around the house. Let's look at our nighttime strategies and rituals. Let's maybe tone down the lights and allow melatonin to rise as it should. Um, what's also interesting in this um, is it can have a backwards effect on cortisol too. You know, cortisol, melatonin should be high at night, low in the day. Cortisol, just the opposite, high in day, low at night. Uh, I remember one study 10, 15 years ago um, they actually showed women who were diagnosed with breast cancer, um, basically their cortisol levels were upside down. So uh, meaning they were high at night and then low in the daytime. So that's an important factor to look at. So let's really keep an eye on how much TV we're watching, how much cell phones, how much uh, tablets and all this, and really you know look to darken things. So now – the other second thing I want to talk about is vitamin D. Um, research on vitamin D and breast cancer prevention has actually been quite profound. Uh, women with low vitamin D levels do have a higher risk of breast cancer. The belief is that vitamin D may play a role in controlling normal cell growth while slowing or stopping breast cancer cells from growing. Now, normal, and I say that with you know the finger quotes in the, in the air, vitamin D levels are between 30 and 100 nanograms per milliliter. What this means is that when you get your test done and it comes back from the lab, it'll say 30 to 100 is normal. One particular study showed that women who had blood levels of 60 nanograms per milliliter or higher had one-fifth the risk of breast cancer compared to those with levels of 20 milliliters or less, uh, nanograms per milliliter or less. Which basically falls in line with this abundance of research showing the sweet spot for vitamin D levels are between 60 and 80. So, you know, it's a simple test that we can get done and it's a great way to help optimize it. Um, being overweight 
is a risk factor or the presence of actually the muffin top effect can increase one's chance for breast cancer quite dramatically. Um, this really shouldn't come as a surprise because, you know, if you think about it within fat tissues, we create estrogen, right? So we might be in an estrogen dominant state. Estrogen and progesterone work hand in hand. Estrogen causes tissue to grow. Progesterone steps in and tells it to grow healthy and die healthy. So if we have an overabundance of estrogen, which could come with excess fat on our body. Um, so if you have too much compared to progesterone, this could be like a runaway fire. So that's another one. Um, lastly, I want to talk about the B vitamins and as well as their role in methylation. So both the role that B vitamins play as well as the role of methylation linked with B vitamins. There's a study in 2017 that revealed a link between a higher intake of vitamin B6 and B1 with a lower incidence or risk of breast cancer. In the same study, they also found a reduced risk of breast cancer in the association with supplementation of vitamins B1, B2, B3, B5, B6, folate, and B12 among women with low or no alcohol intake. So both low or no alcohol and B vitamins. Now let's talk about methylation as I was speaking of. Um, methylation plays a role in numerous areas of our body. Methylation, when done properly, assures the proper regulation of gene expression. Okay, so, you know, never, I don't want you ever to look at genes as a life sentence. I've got that mutation. I got that gene. Um, we have the ability to influence it through lifestyle factors, diet, supplements, stress management, exercise, thoughts, emotions, all these things that we talk about here. If methylation is not given the opportunity to occur as it should, there could be a modification in the gene expression which can promote the development of several cancers, including breast cancer. Now, vitamins play a critical role in the proper expression of methylation, primarily or especially folate, and that's not folic acid, it's folate, B2, B6, and B12. So let me talk about this. Um, Folic acid has to convert through a number of processes to active folate. Over 50% of the population have what's known as a SNP, SNP, which is a single nucleotide polymorphism. And this can prevent that conversion from happening. So your body might be looking for folate, but you're taking in folic acid and it's just not converting as you need it to. So I do recommend supplements or a B-complex, which makes sense in this case, right? Or certainly a fortified multivitamin that has active nutrients, including folate. Same thing with um, B2, B6, and B12. They all have their active forms. You, B12, you can go a methylcobalamin. B6, you can do P5P, pyridoxine 5-phosphate, opposed to just pyridoxine. Uh, B2, riboflavin is the conventional chemical, but we can do riboflavin 5-phosphate as well. So this is what we want to look for for the active form. So uh, that's one thing I certainly recommend people do and get on a good B-complex or certainly a very comprehensive uh, multivitamin that's going to offer that. So there we are. Um, short one today. Just wanted to talk about some preventive measures uh, for breast cancer that you might not have known or heard about. Hopefully offer you some value there. So once again, I thank you for tuning in. Uh, once again, this is Rob Crest from Root Pharmacist Radio. You can find me over at Root Pharmacist on Instagram and Root Pharmacist on Facebook. And until we speak again, have a wonderful day. Take care now.